morning, good evening, good night, wherever or whoever you may be. I'm Alan Arante, and this is The Recluse Podcast. Today's guest is Jason Artisoni, otherwise known as Artie. He is a multi-instrumentalist from Ventura, California. He plays drums in Goat Rhythm, a band that was recently featured on the Nardcore for Life compilation, and he is also the sole member of his one-man band, Artie. He recently dropped a music video for his single, Mind Maze, and that can be found on YouTube and Spotify. And what's interesting about it is that he wrote, performed, recorded, mixed, and mastered the track itself, and also designed, shot, and edited the music video that goes with it. In this conversation, we discuss the music writing process, the cooling periods that are sometimes required in order to uh, not spoil a song. Artie considers what instruments are easiest for him and which feel more like a chore. We discuss his music background and the skills he learned from the Ventura Music Program, and he describes how that has influenced his approach to music. We discuss the social dynamics that come into play when being a part of an ensemble and how it's different from getting to make all the choices yourself, as is the case in his band Artie, where he's the only member. We talk about the satisfaction and fulfillment that can come with setting out to write and record music exactly as you want, something that doesn't always happen when you're in an ensemble and you have to consider other people's desires and views. Artie will soon drop a second single titled Let It Burn on September 25th, so without further delay, this is a portrait of Artie. last thing i did is just like i mean i demoed those songs for a while and then just let them sit for a while before i actually recorded them so like i had like the like the demos were kind of my writing process in a sense of like mm. i come back a month later and be like oh i could add this little whatever it is right here you know or take this like this like verse goes on too long or whatever um yeah. but yeah coming back like a month later or even like a week later definitely helps it always like i always hear and hear different things i'm like oh duh i should have done that like i was freaking lost in listening to this thing for too long to where yeah you, you get like i don't even know if it's good anymore like yeah but uh yeah i have to step away definitely because if i don't i'm just like i, I might hurt the song if i keep messing with it you know god that's so real dude like you know it is funny you get to or i have gotten to a point anyways with uh recording sometimes where i uh listen to it so much i'm like is this even good like does, yeah. does, this, does this really suck you know and i don't I know. actually know you know and uh, so i think it's super important to let it um cool down for a while have you gotten any um you know I, you know I, i'm i'm wondering if things have changed for you a little since you put your uh, song out uh mind maze um the video is awesome and uh it's a badass song um what what has the um reception been thank you for you thank you uh yeah it's i mean i it's really been good i like didn't expect that many people to like once I put it on Bandcamp and stuff, that's where I got like a lot of people 
like kind of hit me up like hey i want to put this on my show or whatever you know like oh, wow. podcast show or radio um you know and i got a few of those which was cool and um like yeah i just i mean because i i'd be happy if like f- five or ten people you know like are like dude i like i like what you're doing you know that's cool but um it's been more a lot more than that so i i did not expect that you know because i i just doing like the solo thing i like always kind of wanted to wanted to do it and i have been working on these songs for like i have material for like for a whole album but i'm um just doing the four songs now to kind of and then like doing the two singles first and then like the ep and then the whole album will come out just to like milk it for everything you know like (laughs) extend the life of it you know instead of just like releasing an album is this but, an experimental process for you? Like, you know, do you sort of have a roadmap as to how to do that? Because you just listed a few things, you know, the two singles you're going to do, you're going to put out four songs first and then a record. Um, you know, is this a roadmap that you just have in your head or are you experimenting with how to do this kind of thing? Um, it's a little of both. Like, it is like somewhat of like, oh, I'm tr- trying it like for my actually for myself now doing this, but just being in so many bands and stuff and like, and then seeing other friends that are in other bands, like how they do things, you know, and how it it, like the marketing, you know, kind of like, which I, I suck at selling myself, you know, but I feel like I did pretty good on, on this whole thing, you know, on the the single, but yeah, it's been like a learning experience and just kind of like learning from other friends, bands and stuff. Yeah. And and I want to get more into uh, your your solo project, um, but I was curious about a couple of other things. Uh, so first of all, what year were you born? I'm wondering that. I think we're probably about the same age. Uh, 84. Oh, really? Okay, nice. interesting. Yeah, so I'm 35. Getting close wow. to the 4 wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, interesting. You're, you said you're 84. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm 89. So, um, I mean, you're not that much older, but you really are in the 80s. I was born 89 in December. I'm like barely a part of the yeah, 80s see, at all. It's funny because when people ask me, I always want to say 85, but because uh, I'm December 28th, so it's like the same oh, okay. idea. <laughs> so, like, uh, We're like cut from the same cloth. I kind of got that feeling for some reason just looking at you, like on in some of your pictures. I'm like, you know, I kind of like this guy. Like, I like, and I don't know what it is. I'm not like a big uh, crystal uh, astrology person, but like on some level, I feel like I do connect with other Capricorns, and I wonder why. Yeah, that's funny. It's funny that you said that because. Uh, me and my girlfriend were listening to, listening to an episode the other day and like she saw the picture of you and she's like, dude, that dude looks like he could be your cousin or your brother or something. <laughs> dude, I know. And it's so funny, the the one man project you're doing right now, like I've been tinkering with stuff myself um, and it's a mood, you know, to, to hashtag it's a mood. It's like it's so weird. Um, so when did you start pl- uh, playing an instrument? Um, the first, like, I like actually started playing drums when I was like 16. I think I got my first kit and, um, that was like, I lived in an apartment, so I had to like, uh, I couldn't practice there. I tried (laughs) and and that didn't work, but, um, I ended up, I had a friend that played bass. So we like started jamming and it was just like 
playing like punk. Both of us were just trying to like learn basically. And it was cool that we got to like do it together. And um, like I started playing drums there. And we, we actually like, his parents are cool enough. They're super chill. And they, they let us, like I saved up working all summer and like we made um, a, like a little room in his garage and like try to soundproof it as good as we could. So we had that. And um, that's when I started playing drums. And a couple years later, like I actually like found these, which Bryant was one of them, the guy I lived with in in Ojai recently. Him and then my friend Max I met in high school. They were like freshmen when I was a senior. And um, I just like heard about these kids that were like guitar shredders. And I was like, oh, I wonder like what's up with these guys. And then I started jamming with them and they already had like a thing a band going you know but uh so started playing drums with them and then uh that was like the first band it was like the first high school rock and roll band you know yeah and then uh bass i like my it was like the second band i was in with a bunch of other friends that were like in the same group you know that um it was actually everybody that played an instrument in that band was a drummer but like the guitar player got like suckered into playing guitar and then Jason played drums. And then I played, I got like suckered into playing bass and like fell in love. Like bass is like that and drums are like my main, Mm. like I love playing drums and bass guitar is like kind of guitar and singing. is kind of like the chore of like, Oh, if I want to write a song, I kind of have to, (laughs) I have to do this, but since quarantine i've been practicing like guitar a lot because uh i just my i've just always had that's been like a weak point kind of like a chore you know so it sounds like you're self-taught uh have well you must have started self-taught uh, i'm curious if you had lessons at some point or if you took any like classes in high school or college or anything in like fourth grade i like took uh, just like stick and pad lessons at the boys and girls club and um i had my own sticks and like some bully kid broke one of my sticks and then i just like gave up but i always wanted to play drums and then that's when i actually got my my kit when i was like 16 but um in sixth grade i uh i wanted like i joined the the middle school band or whatever at balboa and um I wanted to play drums in that, but everybody already like had the drum spot. So I, I played trumpet for like a year, but, um, I, I got decent at it, but it was just another loud, annoying instrument that like, you're not fucking practicing here at my house, you know, like, (laughs) so that, that was just for like a year. But then, um, but yeah, everything was self-taught until like, um, like guitar and bass since I was like, in a band with these awesome guitar players and bass players, I would just like after practice or whatever, like, Hey, show me that scale you were playing, you know, like, and learn from those guys. And, uh, other than that, I like this last December, I, um, Sage, my girlfriend got me lessons with, uh, Tony Cicero, which is like, he's just an awesome teacher, awesome drummer from Mm. Ventura. And uh, I took like four lessons with him when I was, uh, what was it? I was like 22. I went to the, the um, Ventura college music program. It was like ear training and uh, 
ear training and I forget the other um, like theory and ear training. I think it was like two mm-hmm. different teachers, Lawson and um, oh, I can't think of the other guy's name, but they those guys like it's crazy how good their program is for like a city college, you know, it was, it was cool. But that, that class ear training got me, I didn't even know I could sing before I started doing that, you know, like, or I wouldn't even try to do it, you know, but he kind of (laughs) like, it's like, you, you can do it. You just got to get over like, like you're like hearing yourself. Cause I hate hearing my voice, you know, like, that's pretty good. So, um, so you would say then that you have like a concept, whether you memorize it all or not, you have like a concept of like key and, um, uh, I guess scales and progression stuff like that, or, or do you lean towards, cause you, you learned it, it sounds like, or do you like to lean towards, um, more just going by your ear and what you like? Yeah, it's a little of both. Um, like, yeah, I definitely do. I like, I kind of learned how to like how scales work and how you could like write a song from it, you know? So mm-hmm. I kind of use that a lot. And then my ears, like I'm pretty good at hearing things, you know, um, when it comes to like playing by ear, but, um, but yeah, I, I know somewhat, you know, I'm not like these guys that could like sight read freaking <laughs> Chopin or like any of this crazy classical stuff, you know? Yeah. Can't do that. Well, well it sounds like you might have been, um, because I took uh, what they call that more park, um, in aural, I think it's aural skills, but it was basically like sight singing. Um, and I was oh, okay. terrible. I was terrible at sight singing, dude. Like I, my brain would freeze up, but is that what you were having to do? Um, when you were doing the singing stuff at, uh, in college? No, I think as far as we got was kind of like, like learning just how, like how to do soul fetch basically. And then like oh, okay. how, um, it was like super basic like that. And, um, it was, uh, it's like learning how to like go through the scale and actually like hit to pitch, you know? a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And then like learning how to, um, you were learning like in theory and stuff, like how to write music and stuff, but I don't know. Like I, I get the concept of it. I know, like, I, I guess I do know how to do it, but it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't really need that. And I, I kind of knew that when I was there that I didn't really need to write, like actually write it down. Mm, I I was more like I had to take that class to um, which I learned a lot of theory, which was cool. But um, like I had to take both of them as a pair, but I really wanted the ear training one. Um, But that was like what I was really like interested in is is that, you know. Yeah. And those, uh, you know, what's really great about education and how like we learn as people and musicians, what's really cool is, uh, you know, I. I, you, of course, you never remember everything. You know, you finish the class and you leave. Of course, you never remember everything. But it's really great, the nuggets that you uh, leave with, you know, just like the concept of solfege, the concept of this, you know, just having an idea of what certain things are. Um, and it just yeah. pops up throughout your whole life. You know, all, anytime you do music, that education comes into play, even if it's just subtly. Um, so yeah. That's cool. Uh, what you must have uh, learned in that program. Yeah, it, it definitely like opened my eyes and 
like that's like what got me singing and like wanting to like write you know write stuff because before i was just like a drummer and a bass player when i had to be basically (laughs) but that i have to thank bryant the one of my friends from for that because he he like talked me in to to taking that class because he took it like the semester before he's like dude just do it like i was like dude i'm all stressed (laughs) out from work i'm like i was working at peco at the time and i was like my schedule is all crazy and I'm like, they're not going to give me that day off every day of the week. And I like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it, but I like fought with them and uh, like actually almost lost my job, but I actually, they needed me more than I needed them. So they let me, <laughs> let me have, the, I think it was Thursdays off. I had to have to take that <laughs> class. But if, if Bryant didn't like keep on bugging me, like, dude, trust me, you'll thank me later. I'm like, glad I'm so glad that I took that class. Cause it was, awesome and i learned i did learn a lot um are you also you're you're in your uh solo project Artie, but are you also in a band called i think it's called goat rhythm or is it goat yeah yeah goat goat uh rhythm i was gonna try to make a (laughs) a goat sound (laughs) (laughs) rhythm yeah uh yeah yeah i mean i play drums and that and um and uh we all sing and stuff and we all like write together and stuff we had like a a song come out today on the nardcore for life comp i saw the record yeah that was yeah yeah, um we're like on like the digital part of it you know Mm -hmm. um but uh so that was exciting and cool to be a part of that so you're the uh you're the drummer in that band Uh, how long has the band been together um like Four years. We started like we didn't start playing shows and until like probably like we started jamming like about I think like January of 2016. I want to say, but um, they, uh, we didn't start playing shows until like eight months after that probably because we were like just trying to get stuff together, you know. And it's a uh, you know like a serious project. It's not because you know I haven't looked into you guys before just because i'm looking into you now i'm starting to like see peripheral like bands and stuff so forgive me for not knowing but you know oh, no, genesis, no it's all good like the genesis of the the band um it's like was it a serious project is it you just goofing around you know how you know just tell me about the band in general i guess um yeah i guess it's serious i mean we we just try to make stuff happen you know like like uh just put music out and then like do some out of town shows. I mean, you know, considering obviously not right now, but like since we've been together, we've been up to, to the Bay a few times and we had like plans of doing some other stuff, but then obviously all this stuff happened, but, um, but yeah, we're just trying to like, we have like, we're working on, um, another EP and, uh, we did have like, cause we put, our first EP out um, and like, it was like connected to like our first full album. And we have, we had a, uh, a deal. We signed a deal with a, a guy to do like a licensing deal to like, you know, to press records in Poland. And um, that was like a year and a half ago or something. And it just like, we kept bugging him because he said it was going to come out and then it kind of like in a sense it kind of got shelved by him kind of oh, wow. but now we're kind of like on the 
on the path of like, well, we're just gonna we're working on this new EP, and then we're gonna like get our like sell some more shirts and stuff online or something, and like throw down whatever we have to to like just press that first one ourselves. You know, we have like a whole idea for the uh, this next EP. That's it's it's all gonna be like like horror movie. Um, like every song is about a horror movie, which is all the songs are turning out pretty cool. And you play drums in that band, but as you've shown in the Artie video and the song, you obviously, you can play everything. You can play guitar pretty well to my ears and bass and drums and sing. So the fact that you're only the drummer and you do sing in um, goat rhythm, um, how do you balance that? Do you feel like you have enough input? Do you even think about how much input you're having in the band? You know, how, how does it feel for you being just the drummer, quote unquote, in uh, the band you're in? Well, that's why that, this band, that band is super fun because all of us are like, there's no like ego when it comes to like, Oh, I need to like shred on this part or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's everybody working together and it's like, we have so many different ways of, uh, writing songs like I like I'll demo something and like have like a whole song written and be like like here just you know let's learn this and or show it to him and be like first get the approval like oh do you want to do you guys want to do this this you know like uh, there's been a couple times I've done that and then another guy or another guy will come you know like K- Casey or Brent will come to us you know with an idea like where they have a fully formed song or we just like sit together and, like I have this riff do can you spice it up with something else you know like so um as far as like uh input and stuff like it's been one of like the most open bands I've been in as far as like you know like not feeling like you're stepping on people's tongue because like especially when I'm riding with other people and stuff, like I'm like the ADD crackhead. That's like, Oh wait, I just heard something. Wait, try this. Try, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I know, I know I could probably get so annoying cause I just hear stuff, you know? So I'm like, dude, wait, 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 try this. And then it's probably like a lot to handle, but with those guys, it like, it, it's cool. Cause we've written songs so many different ways and nobody's like, Oh, I want to do that song. Cause it sounds like this, or I don't want to like, do this song because we need to sound more punk or whatever we just you know we just uh mix it up that's what makes it fun you know so but if you this wouldn't this isn't an important figure but i would just be curious what you would say um how what percentage of your ideas do you think get used so let's say you have 10 ideas you know how many out of the 10 do you do do you get to use or that get denied I feel like nothing really in, in for any of us, nothing really gets denied. It just gets like reworked. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if it, like that would be the closest to denial. You know what I mean? Like, it, like nothing ever really gets fully thrown out. It's like, Oh, that's a cool idea. But why don't we just like try it like this or something? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I, um, you know, because I know that it can get complicated in bands, you know, sometimes there are complex emotions. Um, and yeah. the, fe- the feeling I get sometimes, and I try very hard not to take it personal, but uh, I ha- have the feeling sometimes when an idea doesn't go my way of uh, killing my darling, you know, like, it's like a, 
like a literary uh it's like a literary oh term. yeah i know, I know yeah you, yeah, I totally like know. Killing, you yeah. killing your the thing you really want, you know, and it's yeah, and that feeling is so overpowering sometimes. Where you'll fight tooth and nail <laughs> to make sure it like gets in the song or stays there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I've been in bands like that, um, and with Go Rhythm, it's just not. I don't know. I think it, it really just so easy going because it, it is like when you ask like is it serious like it's serious like we want to like play shows and like put music out and stuff but like we don't take ourselves too seriously you know like even like playing live like we're just screwing around you know like <laughs> just have a good time and like we do want to like do what we're trying to do like the crossover thing you know we want to like we don't want to totally look like idiots and sound like crap but we don't want to like fight over stuff either, you know, or like, like feel like make anybody feel like that where it's like, dude, I worked like three weeks on this thing and you don't even want to try it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I've been in bands like that where it's like, you have an idea and you're all proud and it's like, no, that doesn't work for what we're doing. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, yeah it's like a stab, stab through the twist the knife too, jerk. <laughs> I mean, what do you think the, what do you think a reasonable response to that is? Say you, like you said, you worked on something for an hour, for a day, for a week and you show up and nobody likes it. You know, what's a reasonable response? I mean, do you just put it in your pocket? Do you, uh, cry until they, you know, let it in or, you know, what, what's a good response to that? For me, I'm like, I'm so passive. I think that's why I work. I do work well with others that I'm like so passive that I'm like, I'll think about it for a second. I'm like, all right, whatever. That's, <laughs> that's cool. But like, uh, I don't know. Um, I just, yeah, I, I let it go pretty quick now. I mean, back in the day I used to like fight for it, but then it's like, you're just slowing yourselves down, you know, that I'm pretty easy going with that now, but that that's kind of like where, like being in so many bands for so long, like I did, I would keep ideas that I would use for like my solo ideas, you know, mm, and that's kind of okay. where that, like, I kind of need that to like be able to do everything I want to do, you know, cause I've been in so many bands where I'm like, I get what you're doing. It's like, not like exactly what I want to do, but I know how to service what you're doing, you know? Ah. Uh. So like go rhythm that, that for example that genre that it is it is um it is it isn't just like a mono genre there are multiple genres in go rhythm but it at the same time it sounds nothing like Artie. do you um is there something left to be desired in uh in a band sometimes where you really have to go that solo route for a project just to really do what you want to do yeah, yeah, it's always, yeah, for me, it's kind of always been there. Like, I've always had, whether it's, like, I write a song and bring it to the band, you know? It's, like, I, like, fully wrote this thing. Or, like, now I have, like, that outlet of um, of kind of, you know, like, actually having my solo thing and doing something with that. But, yeah, it's definitely, like, because, like I said, like, I, I do work well with other people and, like, I could help like service what their vision is you know but like um like i need i need that outlet to like because i'm music add you know like i'm always like thinking of stuff you know so 
I like need to, like, I have to have something else, you know, and it's cool to be able to do it myself, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely understand. Um, I a hundred percent understand. There's just something to having a vision and executing it exactly like you want. And when you hear it, when you're done, it's like, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to do. And there's that it's a really great feeling. It's like, it's, it's invention really. It's like making something from nothing, you know, almost exactly how you imagined it. Um, so I can totally understand why, yeah. why you would want to. Um, so this is going to sound like a silly question, but what's easier being in an ensemble, you know, a, a, a band with other members who have opinions or making a solo project like what you're doing right now? What's easier? Uh, well, I mean, both of them have their, you know, I, I don't know. It's like easier as far as like not having to, um, like argue with anybody and <laughs> then doing it myself. But then at the same time, you don't have input too. So then you like, I'll, I'll sit there and second guess myself for like how we we're talking about o over listening to a song, you know, that you're working yeah. on. Like if you don't have somebody to like bounce ideas off of it, it you could drive yourself crazy, <laughs> which I do. I have, but um, I don't know. Like both of them have, have the, you know, there's, as far as being easy, I don't think any of it's really easy. It's just, um, or easier than the other one. You know what I mean? I think it's just like each situation like presents its own challenges, you know? But like, yeah. which for solo stuff, it's like not even not, not having somebody to be like, no, that sucks, you know, or, or no, that's awesome. Keep that, you know, <laughs> which in a band setting that can be the hard part, you know, like that could get annoying and be like, no, let's just do it this way. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Both of them, I, I, I've always liked just having both, you know? It's yeah. like the first time I've actually like put something out as a solo thing, you know, but uh, I've always like been making, I have made demos for a long time and it's cool to finally like actually get them out there online and have people like have a really good response that I had. It's, it's cool. And did you record and, uh, you know, mix and master uh, Mind Maze or did somebody else do that? Yeah, no, yeah, I did. I uh, did all that. No kidding. Just wow. Yeah. Which I'm like, I was still listen to it, and because mixing, I like learned so much from. Like, I did the the Goat Rhythm EP, and oh, nice. I learned so much from that, and then uh, just mixing this and mastering it. I like, it's like, oh, it's not perfect, but I, I. At least I could say I did it <laughs> to some, you know, like it's good enough. And why? And again, like some of these will sound silly, but I, I just ask them anyways. So, you know, why uh, do it yourself? Why not spend a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars to, you know, you know, occupy a million dollar studio? You know, what's what's why would you choose to do it yourself as opposed to pay for, you know, professional ass quality? 
Uh, for me, like being in bands where we have gone to like, like my old, one of my old bands, Rubberneck Lions, we went to uh, um, the studio. I can't even think of the guy's name, but he's done a bunch of records, but like in the alternative rock, like genre, he's done a bunch of stuff, but we did, it was like $3,000 for a song with him. And it was like, wow. just having, and not just that, that situation but like growing up in bands and like recording at a studio and stuff and like uh just having that like pressure of like like all those records turn out to kind of have like that that demo feel like the quality will be good but it's kind of like like you get rushed on stuff so or you feel rushed and i get i'm like so guilty of having like the red light syndrome you know where i'm like dude i know this but i'm just like freaking brain farting and like screwing up screwing up every other you know like <laughs> it's just like that pressure and not being able to like the pressure and not being able to like take like months to like like I was saying like step away from it and come back and be able to record again like that's why I'd rather do it myself you know like I would like to do something you know like super high quality because I know my recordings are like you know, whatever, but it's kind of what I'm going for anyways, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, but, they sound great. I, I just figured I'd ask. I well, I was curious if you had some like, you know, philosophy or something, which, you know, you, you have your wisdom, what you've gone through in other bands. Um, that's yeah. I don't know that we should ever meet. I feel like I'm going to be looking in a mirror when I, when I <laughs> like, like I you're, we're alike in some ways, like the red light syndrome, dude, I freeze, I forget, I get nervous. And I, yeah, like I'm sitting on this, you know, we're going to release an EP soon and I'm like the last one to record and I'm taking forever. I'm scrutinizing every note. It has to be perfect. And it's just like, you know, a nightmare sometimes for my personality to, and, yeah. this, and actually I do it to myself though, dude. It's like, nobody's even really putting pressure on me. I don't know what the, the problem is. No, Maybe it's totally it seriously. No, me too. Like, it's the same thing. Like nobody's even like yelling at me or anything. It's just like <laughs> me tripping myself up. Cause I am like a notorious, like overthinker too, you know? So I'm like <laughs> freaking overthinking shit and when I don't need to at all. And that's like death. <laughs> that's like death in a studio when you start overthinking everything, you know? But I mean, if I could have a studio where I could just go in when I want and it's like a state of the art awesome badass studio and i could like treat it like how you know i could just work when i wanted to then that'd be awesome you know and have like an engineer to work with like that'd be cool it's just like the money and then i just started learning like i learned like brian Mikasa, the one the one of my friends that lived with me in ojai up there he's the one who like out of all the friends started was actually jason he got like like acid pro or something it was like a a daw from back in the day and he like mm. started making hip-hop beats and stuff and that's like kind of what he started making those and like started recording um at his house and like it kind of inspired me and inspired brian and brian like took it to like brian's recordings are like top 40 because he does like he does like evil pop type of stuff, but his recordings are like so good that he like really threw himself and he's like super smart guy, but he threw himself into it. And um, like I started learning and seeing and wanted like 
super inspired by by that so started like tinkering around with like recording but i didn't i was always like i always knew that was kind of like demo demo quality like stuff you know that it was just like that's why i never really released anything on like as a solo guy you know because i'm like Mm -hmm. this is just for me and then like if i ever do take it to a studio or something but um but yeah after i learned like it's always it would always be nice to get better equipment and stuff but now that i get like the basics and stuff of of eq and like how to stuff makes stuff sit right in the mix i'm like I, i love doing it too like i love recording like when I record other people I, ha- I have before here and there, you know, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like doing it. it. It sounds bitching. Yeah. I didn't ask because, um, you know, it didn't sound good or anything. It, it's really awesome. Especially like you said, it's, it's perfect for the the style and the genres you're working in. It, it, it just sits perfect. Um, oh, so, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Uh, and then also the other great aspect uh, to your project, of course, um, the most recent thing is uh, the video for Mind Maze. Um, just, just tell me about that. I mean, did you have this vision for that months ago? You know, t- tell me about the video that you just put out for Mind Maze. Um, that was like kind of like I had a couple different ideas. Like I, I didn't want to. Um, I don't know. Like I, I knew I had. Well, I had one idea where. I would be like, like basically having like a, a hallucinogenic experience, you know, like stuff I looked at was all trippy and stuff and like film it like really good, like good quality with like um, just something that looks like new and today, and today, you know, I had that idea and um, my friend Brian was going to help me film that because he has some nice equipment. He has a drone and stuff and um Think about that, and then like, I also had the other idea of doing like the green screen thing, and I like was just messing around with that. And I was like, I'm gonna freaking buy a green screen and see if I could like, if I could figure out how to use it like good enough, like it doesn't have to be perfect. And um, I mean, naturally, I can't take anything like too serious, so I knew I'd want to make it funny in some some way, you know. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so um the the green screen idea like i as far as like doing the stars and that stuff i kind of i was like i'm just gonna make it all spacey and like and like something kind of cool to look like visually stimulating somewhat you know mm-hmm. and um so it was kind of like i had a couple ideas because i'm always like thinking about stuff but i didn't know <laughs> what was going to happen until I like, I got that green screen and I got all like how I do when I'm tinkering with stuff. I like, I brought it to the studio to the, our rehearsal spot and like cleared everything out and like started messing with lights and stuff and to see if I could actually like make it happen. And then um, it was working. So I was like, well, I'm just going to do this and then I'll figure out what I'm like. I had the idea of doing like stars moving some type of galaxy thing, but um uh yeah i just want to make i just want to to make it like once i actually started filming it it was like you know like the old like 70s like rock stuff that's like 
like uh it's it, it like they are super serious but it's just like so <laughs> so <laughs> like like ridiculous like that it's not it's like funny you know that's like yeah. what i was going for as far as like when i was singing when i'm singing in it and stuff <laughs> i was just trying to go for that whole thing where it's like wait is this guy serious or what like i can't really tell <laughs> yeah but, i thought i thought the composition was great um so for instance so what i noticed of course is that there's um it looks like it's two layers to me. Like there's like some ground layer that seems to yeah. be different. Then there's a space layer too, but they both work so well with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that I like designed that in Photoshop and it's just like a still. And then I put like some Marshall cabinets on there and that, it was, <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was, yeah. That was right. And that was like a, a steel, um, like a still picture. And then I just made that an overlay over like the moving stars. And then, um, it's actually the star is like two, well, there's three layers, <clears throat> three layers at times, but there's like, there's, um, like a galaxy picture that's just fixed in the, in the back. Like it's the bottom layer. And then there's like the stars, like star Wars thing or whatever, like where the stars are shooting at you. Yeah, yeah, and there's like this weird trippy galaxy thing that comes in that I like put spirals in spirals and stuff. Yeah, that one that um, comes in every once in a while. Yeah, and you edited all that too. Yeah, I filmed like it was. It probably would have been funny watching me like because I was at the studio, the rehearsal studio, with the green screen and like myself, and I would like focus the camera and then run in front of the camera and like. <laughs> so I did. Yeah, I did it all. One man, yeah. And it's a really awesome though. What I, one of the things I liked about it is that, well, I like the whole thing, of course, but one of the things that I found um, that helped the video a lot was that you stayed within the theme. You know, there was nothing irrelevant in any of the shots at all. It, you know, you kept, you, you were strict to the theme. You know, it was always space in the background, always uh, the, the land uh, layer that you had. And uh, the, the the idea was constant throughout the whole video. I think I just started, like, once I started editing it, I was like, yeah, I didn't want to, like, obviously, I didn't want to make it too much work on myself, like, cutting, like, other landscapes in and doing all this other stuff. So I, like, because uh, when I was doing, like, the green screen testing, like, I I went to the studio and, like, tested it out and then would come home and bring it to my computer because I don't have a laptop uh because i'm 90 years old <laughs> but so i come home and then try the um the key or not key framing the uh forget what what is it chroma keying that's you got to chroma key out the the green screen to put your background in you know so uh -huh. i was testing yeah, yeah. that out and once i realized like yeah i don't want to make it too boring that's when i just like i mean like me playing bass and guitar, that's kind of how I would do it live anyways. But like the singing is where I really kind of um, like made it uh, extra ridiculous as far as like the faces I'm making and stuff. <laughs> like, and, and again, like where you can't, it's like subtle enough to, or I tried to make it like that, you know, where it's subtle enough to where you're like, wait, is this guy serious and, and psycho or is he joking? I can't tell. <laughs> I thought it was great. Um, it's 
I like that balance that you achieved because that, that really has to be hard to do because it's very easy to come off too serious. It's very easy to be so silly that you undermine your, your own concept. You, try, you know, if you stood in front of the camera and made it like an obvious joke, you know, you're going to lose half the viewers because like, oh, this guy doesn't even care about, you know, he's just making a joke out of what it. he's doing. But, yeah, totally. But, so you had this fine balance between that where, you know, you're not overly s- serious about yourself. Yet at the same time, there is some um, authenticity to it. And uh, I thought that was very clear. I couldn't articulate that when I first saw it. But I, I think you did strike that uh, balance perfectly. Yeah, I kind of thought about some stuff. But that was like one of the things I just didn't want to overthink because I was like, I want to I have an idea. I just should just try it. And if it doesn't work, then I just won't do a video, <laughs> you know? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sad. Like I, I like it a lot. It's just, uh, with some of the edits and then with that, I, I knew I was like, whatever, it's good enough. Like at least you'll be able to tell that, like it was like homemade <laughs> with the, if it's not perfect, you know, as far as like the edits, there's a couple of little, like if you really watch it, there's a couple cuts that like kind of mess up, but because my computer, the whole thing on my computer, like my video card, which I just got a new video card, but um, like uh, my video card, it wasn't the best. So I had to like, once I get a, enough um, clips on there, it would start getting really uh, like skippy. Mm. So it was like hard to see if I'm lining it up, you know, (laughs) and I did that so many times that like once I like rendered the first version and it'll actually play, you know, it'll play smooth. I would see like a couple cuts that I did fix, but then I missed a couple once I was actually done. And I was kind of at the point where like, I think this is like as good (laughs) as I'm going to get it, you know, because but um but yeah, cause I had so many layers going on and stuff and effects and then like all the chroma keying, like my computer was just like, I hate you. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I'm skipping all over the place. But, uh, there's that. And then like, I realized when I watched it, Oh, Hey, sorry. Dog bark. Um, <laughs> once, uh, I uploaded it and watched it on YouTube. I was like, dude, I hope people aren't seeing it this way. Cause it's like, uh, it looks like kind of, kind of um pixelated like i don't know if you noticed that when you when you watched it but and then i realized that it like it's just the like the settings like the um the settings like on youtube so it will look fine but i was like i hope people don't have to like change their settings to watch this like not pixelated you know but yeah yeah, I mean, it looks good. Um, I I want to say it, it did clear up a little bit towards like the second half. Um, but I mean, it, it looks great. Like it looks great to me. Um, did, oh, okay. it, probably look, it probably looks amazing on your computer, though, just because you have the actual like file right there to just open. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's like the only thing I was kind of like, oh, man, well, it's already out. And people like it got like 200 plays which is like the most i mean i i didn't really like seriously do anything on youtube before but like that would in the past that would take like 200 plays in two days that would have took me like a year to do (laughs) you know what i mean Mm. to get 200 watches or whatever 200 views i was just gonna say because i was thinking about like taking it down and re like i thought i did something wrong or something 
and I was going to take it down and try to re-upload it. But I was like, well, I already got like a couple hundred plays in a few days, so <laughs> I want to take it down now. But what were yeah. you going to say? Sorry. Um, you should just uh, upload. You should upload it again just to see what happens, like video quality wise. And if it is, you know, markedly better, you know, you probably want to go with it. But you can always upload a second and have it private, just so you can see. Um, oh yeah. Unless you try. I know. It I should. I should do that. No, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't tried it. Have you uploaded the entire video to uh, Instagram? Because you know how, like, you can have a longer than one minute up there now. Have you uploaded it to Instagram yet, other than a clip? No, no. Uh, do you have any, like, qualms with that? Is there any reason why you wouldn't? No, um, I should do that. That's a good point. I should do that. I didn't even – I kind of, like, was just doing, like, the teasers, and then I was kind of, like, trying to get people to come come to YouTube to watch it. But um, I should just do that. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's not like I have all these subscribers and I'm making money or anything. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Like, I should just put it on. I will. I'm going to do that. Yeah, because you'll Instagram. get because it'll look good on Instagram um, for the simple reason that. Well, actually, I guess I was going to say it'll be smaller on Instagram. But now that I think about it, if you put the whole thing, you'll have the ability to. uh turn the phone so it will go bigger anyways but i i, I bet it'll be somewhat um i imagine somewhat uh, better quality but i wonder too if uh there are lazy people out there who oh you want me to click a link uh no thanks you know no totally yeah you know there is i mean because i i had so many people liking like those clips that i put on on instagram but then like it wasn't funneling to to <laughs> youtube you know like it was like yeah. oh this clip is so cool was like well you can watch the whole thing if you just click a few buttons <laughs> um so do you envision having uh do you envision recruiting members for Artie, or are you going to keep this purely a one-man show um well like to do it live it would be cool and i've had a few people like hey let me know when you're ready like you know i'll play bass or drums or whatever and I, I do like when I started, I wasn't I just want to like make like a record and like get vinyl press. And like that was my goal for my solo stuff. Like playing live wasn't really didn't really matter. But now that people are liking it and stuff and like I want to see that live, mm. you know, it mm. would be. And they, the songs I have, I think, would be awesome live. You know, it'd be powerful live. But um, I would like to do it. Um and I have so many friends that, you know, play. So getting a band together probably wouldn't be that hard. And then, <laughs> yeah, like I do want to do it. It's just like, I mean, I'm not in any rush really, obviously right now too. But like uh, it would be cool to do to do it. Yeah, maybe when COVID uh, checks out, it'll be like a prime time for like a, like a, or a first performance. Maybe it'll line up. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, so, Jason, uh, artist Sony, I, you know, I, I get the, I get the feeling we could talk all day, and we got to hang out sometime. I don't know if you drink yeah, beer, definitely. Or drink coffee, uh, yeah, some beverage of some kind. Yeah. So I'll, uh, you know, leave you with this one last question. You can answer it any way you like. Uh, Jason, artist Sony, who the hell are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm a creative psycho. 
Thank <laughs> you.